BYU Cougar baseball is on the air as the Batcats get ready to take the field. Rockets want deep left field. Left fielder looks up. That is a grand slam home run. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now to get you ready for Cougar baseball, here's Brent Norton. Well, good evening. Live from Larry Miller Field in Provo, Utah, on the campus of Brigham Young University, BYU Baseball is on the air. Game two. The Pilots of Portland versus the Cougars of BYU. Cougars won the first game last night big by a score of 10-1 to behind Jordan Wood. Had a chance to stand with Coach Mike Littlewood a few moments ago, talk with him about last night's game and also what's coming up tonight. So let's play that for you right now. We are here with head coach Mike Littlewood before game two of this series with the Portland Pilots. And Coach, great win last night. Boy, Jordan Wood had it going on the mound. Got better, it seems like, as the game went on. Some several clutch hits, especially early, and uh, you kind of rode that wave to a big victory. Yeah, Woody gave us a great start. Um, Kevin Baker on their side, their starting pitcher, didn't have great command, walked a few guys, and then Mitch McIntyre comes through with a big big uh, hit for us to score three runs, and we got off to a to a good start, and, and Woody took care of it after that. So we're not going to see that from Morris tonight. Uh, we'll see good control from him, um, good changeup, good curveball, upper 80s fastball, so we've got our work cut out tonight. It looks like he's averaging a little more than a strikeout in inning, so this kid can really throw it. Yeah, and he's, he, he mixes it well. He's got a lot of confidence in his changeup, throws his curveball when he needs to, and, and keeps the ball down in the zone, doesn't, doesn't elevate a whole lot. Um, not afraid to go inside. Uh, he, he really is, a, is a, a true quality pitcher, not just a thrower, knows what he's doing out there, and has good stuff. And he will face Easton Walker, Easton's first start of the year for you. Uh, nine appearances, uh, a zero ERA. Uh, couldn't be any better than that, and so you're going to give him the ball here in game two. Yeah, Easton's a guy we and and I just really trust handing him the ball. Um, you know, he doesn't have the great velocity like maybe Jordan Wood sat ninety ninety three last night. Easton's not going to do that. I mean, he'll sit eighty seven, maybe eighty nine, uh, if that. But but Easton is a bulldog, and he he locates his fastball really really well. I think if he locates his fastball on both sides of the plate and uh, shows one, one of his off-speed pitches just here and there, it's going to be enough to, to – uh, these guys like to sit dead red, so it's going to be enough to kind of keep them off balance. But um, Easton does the same thing as Morris, their guy. He keeps the ball down in the zone and locates. And so, it, uh, you know, you knock on wood, it probably will be a low-scoring game, and hopefully we can outscore him. But uh, I, I feel like if we can get five from Easton, that's probably – um, the expectation tonight, simply because he hasn't built his pitch count, he's been out of the pen. So, and then uh, after five, we'll just kind of piece it together after that. Fifteen and five right now for the Cougars, uh, second best start in school history. Uh, you got to be pleased with that. And uh, moving forward, I'm sure if you had a list of things that you could kind of uh, do different or, or find some people for for positions, uh, what would those be right now? Well, I think we're kind of finding. You know, DH spot, Keaton Kringlin's in there again tonight. Uh, hasn't been swinging the bat great, but he's he's a senior. He's been a, he's been there a little bit. Nobody else has really stepped up to where um, I feel like they have earned the playing time. So we're going to go with Keaton again. DJ McNew does give you a little bit of more thump. I mean, he could he could leave the yard at any time, but he's got a lot of swing and miss. So it, it, there's a, you know a little bit of give and take on what we're do, doing there. Um, we know Brian Call is putting together great at-bats may, may not be the answer defensively, but he's doing a good job. In two games, he's only had one ground ball to him so far. So um, those are kind of the things. We need to just keep Austin Deming in there and let him get at-bats, um, hit him a lot of ground balls at third base. And so there's a couple spots. And then center field, Jelich. We we need better production out of him um, in that nine hole. 
and uh, you know maybe when when uh, Jaron gets back from football, he'll he'll get a little bit more time out there. And so there's some there's some pieces that we need to put together, but overall we're finding ways to win, and that's great. Uh, Lesser uh, had been starting for you the last couple of weekends. Uh, you'd mentioned you were going to move him to the pen. That's what he's done uh, today, and uh, you hope for good efforts out of him when he when he's called on. Yeah, he's got pen mentality. I mean, he's he's really uh, aggr- more aggressive out of the pen. When he, at the end of the fall, he threw against Arizona, and just really wiped him out uh, in in the inning or two that he threw. So we're trying to get that back. I mean, it, as a starter, his velocity has been eighty seven ninety. As in in the pen, it's been low nineties, and so um, I think he might feel more comfortable there. But it really shores up our pen more than it even is right now. Okay, Coach. Well, hey, uh, uh, congratulations on the big win last night, and uh, good luck today. We'll talk to you after the ball game. Thanks, Brent. That was BYU baseball head coach Mike Littlewood. For lineups and the first pitch, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Well, we are ready for baseball here. First pitch to Chad Stevens over for a call strike from Easton Walker. Here's the 0-1 just off the plate, a ball and a strike. Walker, the sophomore out of... Pleasant Grove. He's got an ERA of zero after nine appearances. He's thrown 19 innings. You can't do much better than that. Tied for first in the in the country with that ERA. Yeah, he's just a strike thrower. Heavy strike thrower, mid to upper 80s, really good breaking ball, and he's just a bulldog. Small guy out there on the mound with a big heart and just really loves to compete. Two balls and a strike to Chad Stevens. He'll be followed by Matt Kelly. There's a ball hit out to Clough at short. Jackson's got it, and he'll throw uh, Stevens out for the first out of the ball game. Defensively, the Cougars, the exact same lineup we saw last night with uh, Hill behind the plate, Suet first base, Call at second, Clough the shortstop, and Deming at third. McIntyre in left, Jelilich in center, Brock Hill in right, and Easton Walker getting his first start of the year for BYU. He's been outstanding out of uh, the bullpen. And the Cougars, as you just heard uh, Coach Mike Littlewood, if he can get five out of him, good, five good solid innings, I think he'd feel very good about that. Yeah, absolutely. He just gets off to a good start. Here's the one ball pitch. That's over for a strike. Boy, knee-high fastball. That's what he does best. He just keeps the ball down, and he throws a ton of strikes. Ball and a strike. Here's Walker and the pitch. Curveball hit down to Deming. He's got it on a couple of hops. Nice play by Deming. Good reaction there. Had to go to his uh, left of about a foot on a ball really scalded, and he made a good play and made a good throw. Yeah, it really was a really good play there by Deming. Two men out for Portland. We just started here in Provo. Just a slight drizzle pretty much the entire day here in Provo. Uh, turf field, so it shouldn't have really any impact. Ball might get a little wet, might get a little slick, but uh, first pitch from Walker to Daniel Lopez. That's over for a strike at the 86 miles an hour. Owen won the count. Lopez last night 0 for 2. Fastball over for call, strike 2.
No balls, two strikes. Top of the first, Portland and BYU. Cougars uh, won game one last night by a score of 10-1. to one. Swinging strike three. And Easton Walker retires the Pilots in order here in the first. We're through a half an inning. Pilots nothing. Cougars coming to the plate on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. We go to the bottom of the first. Uh, Brian Sue will lead it off as the pilot's on the field. Uh, Eli Morse, the starter, he's a sophomore out of Portland. Two wins, one loss, 2.51 earned run average. He's got 38 strikeouts in 30 innings. Coach Littlewood very impressed with this young man. Yeah, he's only walked, what, seven guys all year in those innings. Throws a ton of strikes. First pitch to Brian Sue is over for a strike defensively. Tamaro at first base, Matt Kelly at second, Chad Stevens at short, Daniel Lopez at third. A couple of changes in the outfield. Hawken in left, Travis Turney in center, new from last night, and Henry Cheney is in right field. As here is the 0-1 pitch to Sue, and that is a fastball, 84 on the outside corner. And the count 0-2. Yeah, one thing that Morris does is he's really just, he's got a weird front arm. It's really hard to pick up because he'll throw that front arm way up in the air and kind of show it at you and then bring his back arm. And so it can be distractive. Yeah, he throws that mitt straight up in the air as Sue strikes out. We're out number one, and that will bring Brian Call to the plate. Yeah, it's kind of like just kind of throwing that hand up there to kind of just distract you a little bit, and then here comes the other hand. It's uh, it's effective, though. He strikes guys out because of it. Well, he extends that arm up as far as he can. Yeah. Something that uh, really odd. First pitch outside, ball one. And he's a 86 to 89 mile an hour guy. So it's not extremely hard, but it's good velocity. And he's got those three secondary pitches that he really can command, and he keeps the ball down. Here's the 1-0 pitch. That's inside for ball two to Call. Call got his first start of his collegiate career on Tuesday night at UVU. Had a big game. Earned a start last night. Got another hit last night. And so he's back in the starting lineup uh, today for BYU. 2-0 2-0 pitch, a swing and a miss. Call uh, redshirted his freshman year, then went on a mission. So this is actually his uh, third year out of high school. As Brian Call, batting from the left side, steps back in, and he hammers one to right field. Brian Call, good bit of hitting right there. Brian's uh, dad was... Uh, Former coach at Mater Day High School down in Los Angeles, one of the real powerhouses uh, in all sports. Yeah, he's coached a lot of talented players there. He's a really good coach. And that's what he's done since he's been penciling into the lineup. He's just hit balls hard, finding barrels. His swing's looking so good right now. You just got to, you have to really ride the hot hand. That brings Brock Hale to the plate. Hale batting from the right side. Eli Morse. Now for the first time from the stretch, same thing. Throws that mitt straight up in the air. And the pitch is over for a call strike one. 
Did Call play for his dad? He did, yeah. Day? He did, yeah. He is uh, home as uh, Mission Viejo, which uh, a lot of great baseball play, uh, baseball played down in that area. Got one score. Pepperdine was leading Gonzaga down in Malibu 4-2. That game was in the ninth the last time we checked. A couple of other contests we'll uh, be keeping you up to date on as uh, Brock Hill checks his swing, pitches down low. Well, the wind's completely died down from earlier today. Flag's not moving at all. And that thing all day has just been circling and a ton of rain the last couple hours. Looks like we might cut a couple-hour break here where we're not going to have too much more rain, maybe just a little drizzle. Yeah, the umbrellas have been put away as Brock Hale steps back in. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Hale fouls this one off. And the count will go to a ball and two strikes. They'll have to get those baseballs. Did you rub up more than uh, four dozen tonight, yeah, just in case? To, you had to get a bunch more ready. I think they got about six dozen rubbed up. It was raining so hard earlier we couldn't take batting practice on the field. Had to go down in the cages. So just to tell you how much it was raining earlier. Portland took a little bit of infield, but they also hit in the tunnel. Hale hits this one foul down the third baseline. Almost a balk right there. It was a really quick pitch. He barely came set just enough. And again, every time the ball hits the turf, they'll uh, throw it out of play, rub it up, dry it up, and get it back in the bucket there. Well, that's the one thing about this turf when it's wet. The ball's going to skip, too. You're going to see line drives that just barely get out of the infield that can get all the way to the wall. Throw to first and uh, call back in safely. Cougars enter the game 15 wins, five losses, their second-best start ever. They're 2-2 two and two in the conference with the win last night. Portland 15-7 on the year, and they're now 1-3 in the conference. Hale hammers this one foul down the third base side. Brock Hale, the senior out of Mesa, 282 hitter. Three home runs, 16 RBIs on the year for Brock. as Hale will step back in. Pitch is over for a call, strike three. Two strikeouts and inning by the pitcher. Yeah, an outside fastball right there. Not sure how close that was. It looked really close to take, kind of caught Brock by surprise. Good pitch there by Eli. Two men down, runner at first base, and Jackson Clough steps in. Another throw to first. That gets away from the first baseman, and Call's going to end up second base on the air by Eli Morse, the pitcher. Yeah, fortunate break there for the Cougs. You know, they just keep worrying. That's like the fourth, fifth time they've tried to pick off Call this inning, and every time you throw over there, just that you have that chance of throwing it away, and he did right there. 
Portland had one error in last night's game, and they've uh, got one here in the first inning of game two. Here's the pitch. Ball hit up the middle. Shortstop's going to get there and make the play and throw Clough out. Cougars are retired. I thought that ball might sneak through. Cougars, no runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We're through one. No score, Portland and BYU on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Cody Hawken will lead it off for Portland. We go to the top of the second. No score. Pilots and Cougars here in Provo. Second game of a three-game series under a drizzly skies. Overcast. Uh, the first pitch is fouled right out of play. Portland's got to feel right at home here. Yeah, this is just like home, especially at night, right? No doubt. Those l- the mountains are something they're not quite used to, but... Uh, but I'll tell you, that uh, cloudy, overcast sky, they certainly are. Pitches up high, one ball and one strike to Hawken. He'll be followed by Hunter Montgomery and then Trace Tamaro. Curveball, fly ball, easy play for Jelilich. Back a couple of steps in center field. He's there and will make the catch for the out. I'll tell you what, the nice thing about this over, overcast sky, Brent, is this is the, usually the worst time of day to see in the outfield and, and at shortstop in third because of the sun. But uh, there's no sun out, so those guys are seeing the baseball real easy. One man out, Hunter Montgomery, one for four last night with an RBI, steps in. Montgomery, a right-handed hitter. And the first pitch, a big swing and a miss, 87 off the fastball. From Easton Walker. Well, he had their lone RBI last night. Hit that ball well. Just out the outreach of Mitch McIntyre. Here's the 0-1 curveball. Fouled over near the Cougar dugout. Yeah, he doesn't get cheated. He's going up there to swing to do damage. He is a sophomore out of Corona, California. A catcher. He's got four home runs, 20 RBIs. So he's having quite a season. Here's Walker's pitch. Ooh, fastball up high and inside for ball one. A little 90-mile-an-hour fastball up and in there, too. Tonight on the W, we are on, but we are just uh, we have a single camera. Normally, there's three or four cameras here at BYU. But tonight, they've got gymnastics, several other things happening on campus, so we're just down to that uh, single camera. So you'll notice quite a difference in the uh, broadcast. I like to say it's better than nothing. And guess what? We're here to tell you exactly what happened if you can't quite see it. That's right. It's better than uh, no audio, I guess. Absolutely. Ball and two strikes to Montgomery. Walker from the windup and the pitch, and that's down low. Easton Walker, young man here. Pleasant Grove, Utah, about, uh, what, 10, 12 miles here from campus to the north. Good program out there at Pleasant Grove. Yeah, Coach Henry does a fantastic job. Coach Henry has a son who got invited to big league camp. He Have did, you yeah. heard? Or yeah. Pitches Ooh. just off the plate. Boy, it oh. looked good. And that looked good. Unless that was down, I think they had enough of the plate. Three balls and two strikes. Yeah, Coach Henry's uh, son, 
Peyton Henry got invited to big league camp this year for Milwaukee. Got a bunch of at-bats there for him. There's a strike three called. Same pitch, same location this time. The umpire gave him the strike. That's uh, Sean Lampy back there behind the plate. And that's when you know you've thrown a good pitch when the hitter just started walking back to the dugout the minute it was caught. He knew that it was strike three. You know, we've talked about some of the changes in collegiate baseball this year. One of the changes, I've been doing this a long time, umpires are going counterclockwise now. Yeah, with the four-man crew. From home to first to around. So those first two games, you've got your you know, your lead umpire behind the plate, and then he's at first base on uh, game two. I don't know if they rate umpires. Yeah, I'm not sure. De- depending on who's not going to get behind the plate, you know, during the series, I'm not sure. But, but they're going counterclockwise this year. Yeah, this is the first year I've done a four-man crew that's officially throughout the whole conference. Pitch is over for a strike, 0-2 oh, to uh, Trace tomorrow. Last year, the four-man crew was an option, and there was only a few of us that took that option. But this year, everyone will have it. So one guy's going to be left out as far as calling balls and strikes. Well, as a basketball official, you know you're rated yeah. every game. Every game. And uh, that would maybe determine you moving on, you know, into some postseason. Pitches outside for a ball. That's why I was just wondering if they, you know, if they uh, rate the guys coming in and the lowest rated guy might not be behind the plate. Not that, sure. Um, that's possible. I'm not sure how Tom Heiler's doing his rotations. Here's the one, two. There's a ball hit softly out to Jackson Clough. He's up with it. Had a hard time kind of getting it out of his glove, but finally came up with it and threw him out. And Easton Walker's retired all six that he's faced here. We're through an inning and a half. No score. Portland and BYU on your W.TV Newskin BYU Sports Network. Austin Deming will step in for the Cougars. Deming, third baseman for BYU, takes the first pitch down low for ball one. He'll be followed by Mitch McIntyre and then Keaton Kringlin. Here's the one ball pitch. Deming takes that one up high. Well, Austin Deming, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. In a week, uh, the Cougars have a new second baseman and a new third baseman. Yeah. I mean, that just shows you. You start swinging the bat and uh, putting some good swings and good at bats, uh, you know, you might find yourself in the lineup. Deming takes that pitch inside ball three. Well, that's what it comes down to is who can go out there and put out the best at bats? Who's going to give you the best at bats? And so far, throwing a couple of young guys in that haven't had a lot of opportunities, and they're doing a really good job. Here's the 3-0. Deming takes that one down low. Ball four, so on four pitches. Deming with a base on balls. Well, that's a, like he had two walks yesterday. That's a, just a really good at-bat. Not forcing yourself into bad counts and taking a couple close ones, borderline pitches, and you, you take your walk to lead the inning off. Yeah, Deming now in uh, 16 at-bats has five walks. Yeah. Which is an... Good rate there. Very productive. Mitch McIntyre steps in. He was one for four, but that was a big hit as he drove in three, unloaded the bases in the first inning, and gave the Cougars that big lead that they never relinquished. Behind uh, Jordan Wood, had a chance to talk to Jordan last night, and I'm telling you, he he t- he was funny. He was talking about how it seems like every start this year, six and two thirds, and he comes out. He said he looked up at the scoreboard it, sure enough six and two thirds and that's when he 
probably went into his best yeah, inning and a half of pitching. He really did. Here's the one ball pitch. Ball fouled straight back. Yeah, it's happy for Jordan. That's exactly what you need for game one is your horse to go out and have a dominating start like that and only give up the one run. But most importantly for the bullpen after going extra innings on Tuesday, only having to throw one guy in the pen was huge for the weekend series. So kudos to, to Jordan Wood for that. One ball, one strike. Pitch to McIntyre is outside. And again, Portland had to go to their pen early. They threw three guys out there, and I'm not sure if any three of them could throw tonight, maybe tomorrow a couple of them. But they got uh, pretty high in the pitch counts, and and uh, the Cougar offense made it a little easier for Jordan, putting him up there early. Yeah. Uh, he could relax and had uh, some insurance on the on the uh, board. Absolutely. 2-1 pitch. That was a straight change, 2-1, and the count uh, evens up at 2-2. Two two. Good pitch there by Eli Morse. Yeah, and that's what he loves to throw. He's all about that changeup. If he can command the fastball and then throw that changeup for a swing and miss, especially against left-handers, that's, what he, that's his go-to. Two balls, two strikes. McIntyre steps in, and he checked his swing, but he went around for strike three. That's the third strikeout by Eli Morse. And that'll bring Kringlin to the plate. Yeah, and that's a that's a it's a bad swing there by Mitch. If you're gonna swing, swing. Don't just give yourself a check swing on strike three. But uh, first time you've seen him, so you give him the benefit of the doubt that you're gonna have a better at bat the next time because now you've seen those pitches. Kringlin steps in, throw to first base, and uh, back in is uh, Austin Deming. Wouldn't consider Deming much of a a threat to run. Yeah, he's a smart base runner, but like you said, he's not a threat. Doesn't have a ton of speed. Rain has uh, started up again. A slight drizzle here in Provo, as we've seen most of the day. Here's a pitch to Kringlin. A straight fastball over for call strike one. Yeah, really need Keaton to get going. The average is starting to slip a little bit. He uh, He's a guy that, man, he can carry this offense when he gets going. No balls and a strike. One man out, one man on. Scoreless game as we play the bottom of the second. That's a pitch that's outside. Brent, I'm going to give a little shout-out to his mom, Kim. She got in a car wreck driving up from St. George to the game yesterday and is in the hospital with, wow. with some broken ribs. So, Kim, thoughts and prayers are with you. I hope you have a healthy recovery, and we're thinking yeah. about you, and we love you. I know she's listening. She can't big, miss the game. Big supporter of Cougar baseball and her son, Keaton Kringlin, over the four years he's been here. 1-1 one, one pitch. Kringlin swings and misses. Catcher can't uh, get a hold of the baseball. Good grip. And the runner moves up to second base on the hit and run. But the Cougars uh, have a runner in scoring position as Kringlin just swung it, swung right through the pitch. Yeah, well, as actually, he actually foul-tipped it. And the catcher bobbled it but then caught it. If he would have dropped that ball, Deming would have had to go back. So kind of a fortunate bounce there that he was able to hang on to it. See if now uh, Keaton can battle here and get an RBI. One and two the count. Eli Morse, the right-hander. Here's the pitch. And that gets away from the catcher. Looked like that might have bounced off the plate. It'll be a wild pitch by Morse. And the Cougars now have a runner at third base. 
two balls and two strikes to Keaton Kringlin on deck is uh, Noah Hill. And they'll go ahead and move the infield in here. Interesting. Early in this ball game, second inning. Especially that uh, wet turf, you're going to see you're going to see some balls maybe pick speed up once they hit the turf. Yeah, absolutely. Great chance here for the Cougs to go up one nothing. Two two pitch to Kringlin, swing and a miss. Ball got away from the catcher. He throws the first base for the out as Kringlin strikes out. Boy, Keaton right there just needed to put the ball in play somewhere. Unable to do it, and that'll bring uh, Noah Hill to the plate. Yeah, good slider running away. Definitely would have been ball three. It landed in the other batter's box. Keaton just couldn't hold up on it. Now Noah Hill has had a good year hitting 367 with seven RBIs. Chance to pick up uh, number eight with a base hit. And the first pitch is hit right at the shortstop. Who gobbles it up and throws Hill out. And the Cougars deny, denied the run in the inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one man left. We're through two complete. No score, Portland and BYU on the W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Blake Porter will lead it off for Portland. Brent Norton. Tuckett Slade here in Provo, Larry Miller Field. No score after two. Cougars have the only hit in the ballgame. Porter was one for four last night, batting from the left side, and there's a curveball that drops in for call strike one. Yeah, good start to this third inning here. Good breaking pitch. You can command that first strike. It, it really opens up the whole arsenal. Here's the 0-1 fastball. Swung on and missed at 88. So Easton Walker showing some pretty good velocity yeah. out there with his first start. They'll get warmed up and get going. Boy, the Cougars would love to land on a number two starter. Absolutely. Somebody that could give you the real consistency. Pitch just off the plate. Ball one. Walker's worked ahead of every hitter in the, in the ball game and uh, been outstanding. Here's Easton's pitch, a swing and a miss, another fastball at 88. That is his third strikeout of the ballgame. Really good sequence right there. You get a curveball for a strike, you get the fastball swing and miss, then you just miss outside, then you blow it by him on the up and elevated fastball. Good start to the game for Ewok. Henry Cheney did not play last night. He is the right fielder for the Pilots. Bat from the right side, first pitch, curveball over for a strike. And Henry Cheney hitting 148 as he steps in here tonight. He has had 27 at-bats this year, four hits, a couple of RBIs. And here is Walker's pitch, and that is down low. A ball and a strike. Rain has uh, picked up a little bit here in Provo since we've started the ball game. Ball, fly ball, right field. Long run for Brock Hale. Brock is going to not be able to get there. Ball lands in foul territory. Yeah, just in front of all three of them that were hustling out there. Kind of the Bermuda Triangle out there. First yeah. baseman, second baseman, right field. We're all within about 10 feet of where that ball landed. Yeah, they were. Good effort. Just sometimes the, the ball has eyes and it finds a way to 
to drop down without anybody catching it. Ball and two strikes. As Cheney, a junior out of Gig Harbor, Washington, steps back in. And here is Easton Walker's pitch. Ball fouled off again. Yeah, and Easton's really starting to loosen up. He was only low to mid-80s that first inning, but the last two innings here, it's 88-89. So. And, you know, like we talked about earlier, I mean, as a reliever, you kind of leave it all out there. Yeah. And you're, normally your MPH is up a little bit. But as a starter, you, you know, you, wa you want to keep some in the tank. Easton, uh, I mean, this is as hard as he's thrown the entire year. Yeah, it really is. I mean, he, he can get it up there. There's a couple times that he'll hit 89-90, but uh seems like the arm's feeling really good today. Two balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch to Cheney. Inside ball three. Well, this is where you got to be good here and just go attack this hitter and make him earn it. He's batting 148. He does have seven walks on the air, so he has a good eye. Walker from the windup and the pitch, and that's up high ball four. So a one-out base on balls to uh, Henry Cheney, and that will bring Travis Turney to the plate. Turney also did not play in last night's ball game. He is a left-handed hitting center fielder, sophomore out of Fresno, 133 average. For Turney, he's had 15 at-bats, a couple of hits, one triple. And he's got a couple of stolen bases on the year. So I think he can probably run a little bit. I think so. One man out, and the pitch is over for a strike. Cheney at first base has not attempted a stolen base yet this year. Cougars 15 and 5 and really could be attributed not mostly but a lot of it because the uh, pitching staff has allowed four or fewer runs in 15 of the 20 games that BYU's played. Popped up Jelic in uh, center field going over in the alley. In left center he makes the catch for the out. Two men down. Yeah, good job right there. Getting right back at him. Getting that second out. Jelic gets it behind that easy. But you're right. Like you said, four, 15 times, right? four under yeah. and, and the bullpen has been fantastic. They've only, they've only had a couple of times where our bullpen's really kind of fallen apart. Tuesday was one of them. We had a game against Cal earlier. But other than that, our bullpen has been the strength of our team and, and, and one of our bullpen guys has been so good now gets a chance to start. So to extend that. Team earned run average for the Cougars, 3.34. Ball hit pretty well. Center fielder Jelic going back. He's on his horse just short of the track, makes the play for the out, and on a ball hit very well by Chad Stevens. But Portland is retired in the inning. No runs, hits, or errors. One man left. We are through two and a half. No score on your W.TV, New Skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the New Skin, BYU Sports Network. Oh, yeah, he's okay. No shot. Danny Jelilich on the first pitch. Gets a bunt single as he tried to push the uh, ball down the right field, down the first baseline, and uh, probably hit a little farther than he wanted to. 
But still a very effective bunt, and uh, Jelic with a bunt single to lead off the uh, third inning here yeah. for BYU. Once he made the first base and filled that, you knew he was going to beat the pitcher and clearly beat it out for a, a leadoff single here in the third. Good bunt by Jelic. That brings Brian Sue. Brian struck out his first time up in the game. And the pitch is uh, down low, ball one. Which that's not common for, for Brian. He doesn't strike out a ton. He puts a lot of balls in play. I mean, you're talking 71 at-bats, and now he has nine strikeouts. Yeah. So he's a guy who doesn't strike out often. One ball, no strikes. As Sue, the Cougar first baseman, steps back in. Quick throw to first base and back in safely is Jelilich. And again, with him at first, you know at any time he could be going. Yeah, it opens up so many opportunities. You bunt and run. You can hit and run. Just straight still, whatever you want to do to try to advance this runner. Four stolen bases. You know, just looking at the uh, delivery of Morse, I don't think he's that quick to the plate. That big, long, elongated arm movement of his. You're right. Here's the 1-0 pitch, and uh, Sue swings and misses. A ball and a strike now to uh, Brian Sue. Yeah, the way Sue swung the bat his first two at-bats, though, it seems like he doesn't, he's not picking up Morris very well. He's not seen out of the hand as, as well as he usually does. Ball and a strike. Morse, the right-hander. From the stretch. And here's the pitch, and Jelilich going. Well, then he stopped, and then Sue tried to bunt and fouled the ball down the third baseline. Now, well, that was odd. I'm not sure if Sue was uh, sacrificing there or uh, Jelilich looked like he was going to run, took two big steps, and yeah. put the brakes on. Interesting. It really was. I don't have any replay capability tonight on the W or could maybe uh, see if that was a ball or a strike to Brian. 1-2 pitch and Sue swings and misses. He goes down for the second time. Yeah, good changeup right there. Dropped right out of the zone for a swing and miss pitch. Got to see that pitch elevated. You can't can't commit to that pitch that starts, you know, thigh high. It's going to drop for a ball. Fourth strikeout by Eli Morse. And a throw to first base and uh, Jelic uh, back in safely. Yeah, this definitely could be a hit and run combo right here with the way that, that Brian can pull the ball. Umbrella's still out here in the ballpark. Turf field, not a bit of dirt on this field, so they'll play right through it. And the pitch is inside. Uh, Portland has a field exactly like this up at their home ballpark. They call it the Etz. It's in a three-year construction phase. It'll be done next year when the Cougars travel to Portland. And uh, nice ballpark and a nice renovation that they've done there. Again, a throw to first. And uh, are you a little surprised we haven't seen Jelilich run yet? Yeah, I mean, I am a little bit. But it does look like that Montgomery, Montgomery showed last night he's a good thrower from behind the plate. And I don't think he's getting a good read right now. Here's the one ball pitch to call. And that's outside. 2-0 the count to call. 
Brian Call now 10 official at-bats, has four hits. And the pitch to Call is down low, and he has made a meteoric rise up the depth chart. Yes, he really I has. would say. Well, this sport can be so what have you done for me lately, Brent, and a guy that's just hitting barrels constantly, you just keep earning opportunities, and you run the hot bat out there. Three and all the count, two call. That one's over for a strike. Three and one. Cougars had a runner at third base in the last inning, and Noah Hill grounded out to end the inning. Got another base runner on here in the third. Call hits this ball. First baseman's got it. Tomorrow he's got it. He'll step on the bag. And now Jenny Jelilich uh, took a big wide turn at second base and was just able to scamper back in and as they threw behind him. Yeah, it looked like Danny was trying to take off to third. It was crazy. We got back just in time, which is a smart play. Just get to second and, and let Brock get a chance to drive you in. Three unassisted on the putout of uh, Call and Brock Hale. Struck out looking his first time up. Comes to the plate. And here's Morse's pitch. Curveball that drops in for a strike. Well, it's three consecutive innings now. The Cougs have had a runner in scoring position with two outs. You've yet to get that hit. But uh, maybe this is the inning here with uh, Brock Hale up, who's had a ton of RBIs in his career. No balls and one strike. That pitch, a uh, good job by the catcher back there to uh, jump on top of that one that was in the turf. Hunter Montgomery's done a good job behind the dish the entire series here against uh, Cougars. He really has. He works hard back there. One and one the count. Here is the pitch. That pitch is down low again. Ball two. That's a good take. That's that changeup he wants you to swing at right there. Well, not nearly as cold as we had last night with that wind blowing, but just a little more moisture in the air. As here is the 2-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. Looked like a pitch off the plate. Brock not happy with himself, shaking his head. Yeah, he really doesn't chase off the plate. I think forecast for tomorrow is a little bit drier, but about the same temperature. Yeah. Smaller percent chance of rain, so hopefully that stays away. That pitch is outside, ball three. So three balls, two strikes to count. Jelilich at second base. Cougars have had a base runner in every inning. Yep. Had guys in scoring position in every inning and just have been able to Come up with a big base hit. Well, he's going to come with his best pitch here. He's not going to give in. He's got first base open. 3-2. Yeah. 
And Brockhill swings at the changeup, goes down on strikes. Another strikeout, the fifth by Morse in the ballgame. Cougars, no runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We're through three complete, no score. Portland and BYU on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network.